Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Offense brought to you by your host, myself, Wes Ibarra of Offsea Sport. Before we go on to tonight's recap, I do want to thank each and every one of you for the ratings, the reviews, the listens. It means a lot to me for the project and it keeps me motivated to keep making content for you guys. Uh, of course, share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone that is down to join the Sports Talk conversation. I can be found on most podcast platforms spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Thank you for spending your Monday night with me, whether you're at home, just got off work, still working at the gym, or on the way home, what have you. I do appreciate you joining me tonight to recap Sunday afternoon's big win for the Cats over Detroit Mercy. Keep them winless, right? Um, In a way, that can be the theme going into Sunday's game, right? Because going into the matchup, Detroit Mercy was 0-9. While the Cats were 6-1 and one coming off the biggest win in all of college basketball. And if you listen to the preview show, I said something about not having a big head, right? You don't ever want to think that you're that much better than everyone else from a ego standpoint just because you took down the number one team in the country. However, you know, at the same time, you want to exert dominance and show why you guys are deserving of being in that conversation when it comes to getting top 25 votes, right? Uh, But of course, you know, anything can happen in the realm of college basketball. And of course, with a team that's 0-9, they're going to come in there playing hungry, playing frustrated, driven, even to try and get that first win against a team that of course is virtually better than them across the board and just came off their version of a statement win but luckily the cats had a wire to wire 91 to 56 victory over the detroit mercy titans improving to seven and one for the year that is their best start through eight games since 2015-16 when that team went also seven and one um Four players in double figures, uh, an unlikely uh, source of scoring uh, in that game via Nick Martinelli with 22 points, shooting 10 of 12 from the field. Langborg added 19 with four assists and four steals. Ty Berry with 16. Brooks Barnheiser just missed out on a double-double with 13 points, 7 assists, and 9 rebounds. So, in the preview show, I said that Northwestern has to play a complete game despite the opponent not being a, for lack of a better term, a serious threat to their um, to their team, right? Of course, should they have lost that game on Sunday, that would have been a serious threat to their record and their resume. But take any uncontrollable things out of the equation and you just look at this Detroit Mercy team as a non-threat to our cats. And luckily the cats were able to take care of business and show uh, not just the Titans, but also just the basketball world that, you know, it doesn't matter who is in front of them. They're going to come to play. And if it's a team that they know that they can beat, they will beat them hard. So really good, 
performance all around. I'm very impressed by how uh, this team played. Uh, 29 assists on uh, 34 field goals, and they only turned the ball over seven times. When you look at the breakdown of uh, the stats, right, at least the team stats, Northwestern was virtually better than Detroit Mercy in every single category, except for offensive rebounds, in which Detroit had 10, compared to the Wildcats 8, and they just shot one free throw better, 14 to 20 from the line, 70% on the night, Cats went 13 for 20, 65%. But in terms of field goal percentage, three-pointers, assists, rebounds, turnovers, steals, blocks, Northwestern really had a good display of their defensive prowess, right? Nine to four in steals, six to nothing in blocks. And they've only committed six turnovers on the day, forcing Detroit Mercy into 13. So this team was already kind of ailing for offense and taking care of the basketball to begin with. And the Cats really, really exposed that. So good on the Wildcats to play a complete game. Sure, against a lesser quality opponent, but you know, being able to showcase what this team can do when they're at their full potential. Um, looking into individuals, I did say that the scoring did come from or at least a majority of the scoring came from an unlikely source. And that was Nick Martinelli, right? 10 for 12 from the field, 1 for 2 from 3. 22 points off the bench in 23 minutes of play. Uh, for the most part, the scoring for Northwestern was pretty spread out. Uh, the only um, real exclamation mark was Boo. He only had five points over 30 minutes. Rough day at the office for him. However, he did impact the game in other ways, right? Five rebounds, eight assists, only turned the ball over once, got a steal, you know, stayed out of foul trouble even. So that's what I love about Boo Booey, right? Is that sure, we would love for him to drop like 15, 20, 25 points a night, but he does have a firm command of the point guard position, right? And because he's played so much college basketball, or a lot of basketball in general, right, and he has shown that he can be a leader for this team, right, he knows that when things aren't necessarily going for him, he knows that he has the assets to get others involved, right? Hence, you see Langborg having 19, Ty Berry having 16, Brooks Barnheiser with 13. You know, I would even say uh, Nicholson had a pretty decent day, too. Sure, he's not known for scoring, but hey, five points, five rebounds, two assists even, you know, I'll take that. And one steal, you know, I'll take that from a big, especially when that is probably the clearer physical difference between the Cats and the Titans, right? Usually these mid-major teams run smaller squads, and of course our team is just naturally bigger. So, of course, um, we would have the edge in terms of actually... You know, using size to our advantage. Uh, looking at Detroit, I did say that the uh, players to focus on were Stone and Delcadia or Kadia, but you know, it looks like it was a very relatively quiet night for Stone. Um, out of 31 minutes, he only had 13 points, four for 14 from the field, two for six from three, but really chipped in from the line, three of four, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, with three personal fouls so he did get into a little bit of foul trouble um 
the high score for the Titans was Tankersley with 23 minutes over or 23 points over 36 minutes, 8 for 19 from the field, 2 for 5 from 3, 5 for 6 from 3, 11 rebounds. So double double for him, career night, as uh, is for Nick Martinelli. And um, unfortunately, kind of like what is the storyline with this Detroit Mercy team, and I touched on it a little bit in the preview show. If those two guys like Del Cadilla and Stone don't get things going, there really isn't much help that the Titans can look towards to. So looking down the line, uh, Pink with five points, Toutley with two. Del Cadilla actually only had two points in 19 minutes of play. Um, Manseal with two. There were bench players that actually had more minutes than certain starters. Uh, Davis with 21 minutes had uh, 8 points. Legreer, 26 minutes, 2 points. Johnson, 13 minutes, 2 points. So while their bench played a lot of extended minutes, it clearly shown that it wasn't doing anything to help them. And, you know, it looks like they rotated 11 players. Well, two of them probably... Um, Two of them look like they got garbage time minutes, but, uh, you know, nothing to really uh, write about. But in terms of those that actually played meaningful minutes in the game, they rotated nine guys, but only two. And if you want to make an argument for uh, Davis, three, only three guys were actually chipping in into the overall performance of the team. As you know, if you compare it to the Cats, they had one, two, three, four, five you know, out of, um, out of one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, four, eh, nine or even 10 guys rotated. Right. So what I'm trying to say here is that, uh, in order to be a really good basketball team like Northwestern, right, you need to have a decent amount of help from your roster top to bottom. Right. And again, I keep saying it throughout the year uh, that this team is so cohesive, so well experienced that they know what it takes to play within their roles and provide for their roles too. you know, um, whether they're starting or coming off the bench. And I think that's what's been helping them really throughout the year. Right. I think without that cohesiveness, without that experience, you know, they don't beat Purdue. Um, remember, they were leading in their tip-off championship game against Mississippi State. It just so happens that, you know, one of their players just had a field day and Northwestern didn't have an answer. But they played a really complete tournament. So, or not a really, I shouldn't say complete, but a rather competitive tournament, right, with the team that they have. So, you know, I think these kind of moments are now going to be really, really interesting uh, for the Cats just because... I know it's only eight games in, but I think we really should be wondering if this is a top 25 team. In my opinion, they are. They, they really are. But I understand that, you know, the rest of the Big Ten is so good. And, you know, Northwestern hasn't really had much of a basketball resume after the uh, 2017 tournament run. Uh, but, man, like things are really, really starting to shape up right now. And again, I know they played a lesser opponent, but they've shown what they can do when they're flying high and playing full speed and 
everything just clicks, right? And I would love to see that for the next 25 plus games, you know? I mean, there's a lot to be excited about with this Northwestern team. And I hope they bring that energy into Wednesday night's game against Chicago State. So, you know, congrats to the Cats for another big win. Um, it really... It really is kind of awesome and refreshing to see a really, really good um, major sport year for uh, Northwestern, right? You know, we're still uh, waiting on uh, the football game, which is not going to happen for another um, 12 days. But while we still have uh, basketball, right, there's so much to be excited about. And, you know, the Cats have a couple more um, non-conference games before they start playing Big Ten uh, again with Illinois, our bitter rival, Illinois. But uh, there really is a lot to be um, thankful for, uh, grateful for, and, you know, just so much to be excited about. But uh, before we uh, get to the end here, um, the Cats scored 80-plus points for the third straight time. Uh, that's... The longest since 2021 when they scored 80 point plus points in four straight games. Um, in points in the paint, 40 to 20 in favor of the Cats. So again, you know, inside scoring is going to be something that um, will be to the Cats' favor just because they are the more athletic and the more physical team and bigger team. And uh, with that... The Cats have outscored their opponent in the paint in every game this season, so including the one loss against Mississippi State. So high percentage shots, you want to make the best out of those opportunities, and so far the Cats have been really, really good with that. All right, so we're about to reach the end here. Um, again, great win for the Cats. Uh, the next game will be on Wednesday at 7 p.m. against Chicago State. So another Midwestern uh, opponent, another in-state opponent. Uh, and um, I would imagine that the odds and whatnot are going to be more or less the same as this game because Chicago State, much like Detroit Mercy, is also one of those um, for... With all due respect, one one of those uh, bottom of the barrel uh, college basketball teams. However, of course, you know when they get to play a team like ours, it not only provides minutes and uh, you know what 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 have you for uh, the cats, but it also provides a lot of help, you know, internally for the Cougars uh, because um. You know, non-conference games tend to help the visiting team slash smaller team, what have you. But that game takes place on Wednesday night. Big Ten Network and AM 720 will preview that game on Wednesday. But until then, let me know what you think. Are you not surprised by the uh, Northwestern uh, performance against Detroit Mercy? Could the Cats have done more, even though, I'm not going to lie, scoring 92 points is pretty uh pretty big i mean of course we could always ask him or 91 points but you know uh this is a pretty good uh output for them um and also what do you think that they should do to get ready for chicago state feel free to connect with me uh 
and share the podcast with friends, family, colleagues, anyone that is down to join the Sports Talk conversation. That can be found on most podcast platforms, spelled O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Thank you for spending your Monday night with me. I'll see you on Wednesday, and go Cats! Bye.